Uh, welcome back to episode two of season two of Sturgeon Outdoors. As always, I'm your host Nolan, and I'm joined today by Taylor. Yo, what's up? What's up, Taylor? How's the two weeks been? Cold, very cold. cold. I woke up this morning, went for a walk with my brother, um, like I do most mornings, five thirty in the morning, and there's snow. The S word. Oh, the S word, snow. Yeah. yeah, I also woke up to that, and let me tell you, I was I was a little disappointed I wasn't out deer hunting, because it would have been the perfect morning for it. Could have been the perfect day for it the whole time, because, like, it didn't change at all today. No, I want to say, what, we had a high of 43? If that. Yeah, if I that, think that like, the highest I saw was 43, and it was snow on the ground in the morning. It probably would have just been a great day. Great day. Sit out there all day long. But, of course, I had to work outside in this awesome weather. Oh, I didn't. I didn't go to work. No, you didn't? No, we had to day off. I mean, I mean, I mean what, what would you guys have done? You know what I, I mean? mean? We, well, what I did, I um, sat at home. I took a nap. I didn't sleep at all last night. I have a good old case of insomnia. It's great. And then um, I um, took a nap for about two hours, got up, ate some food. Went to a friend's house, ate some food, came home, ate some food, and <laughs> here I am. I didn't really do a lot today, but I'm glad I didn't. I had a good old weekend in Pittsburgh. Um, Steelers won, so beat Tom Brady. Steelers so, won, Buffalo won. Big game for Buffalo. Buffalo. Nobody cares. Big game for Buffalo. Big game for Buffalo. You guys are 2-3 and three against the Chiefs. You guys can't put a playoff team together. But anyway, that's a that's a different topic. Don't get me going. Dude, I got I had people um on my Facebook, I had Buffalo fans triggered eight o'clock in the morning on Sunday. It was great. I wasn't even talking about Buffalo, I was talking about the Yankees. And I said they choked like a Buffalo playoff team and nobody enjoyed that. So <laughs> Oh man. All good humor. How's the Steelers doing this year, bud? Well, about as good as your last 85 years, so by <laughs> the time we had one quarterback, you had 15, so. So, yeah. <laughs> wow. Just firing shots this this afternoon. All right. Let's see how it is. Yeah. Yep. By the way, it's not afternoon. It is evening here, and it is cold, and. Yeah, it's good old it's 36 just... degrees out. It's cold 36 degrees out right now. It's and a little precipitation coming down. Can't tell if it's snow. Can't tell if it's rain. Oh, no. Snow was coming down when I came up. It's a good little mix going on. But uh, today we're actually going to talk about something a little different. All right? It's not going to be hunting. It's not going to be fishing. It does have to do with the environment, though. Taylor, would you like to lead us on in? Yeah, we're going to talk about a um, highly disputed subject of electric vehicles. Um I texted Nolan today and I said, Hey, um, are you for or against? He said, I believe he said, The world's going to find out soon. <laughs> I wanted to know first, but here we are. Um, yeah, a lot of pros and cons, and I'm, I'm going to start it off with I'm not a fan. You're not a fan? I'm not a fan of electric vehicles. Well, let's start off. Let's, let's do a little pros and cons list first. Okay? There are no pros. Pros? I mean, it takes money out of the gas industry which has been massive for years. I feel like most government officials are bought off by gas. So that would be a wonderful thing to start bleeding some pockets out of there. Number two, 
let's see here we have less carbon emissions which is always good for the environment okay and let's go number three is yeah what's number three <laughs> go ahead what's number three and number three all right so now let's go on to the consoles <laughs> <laughs> So I'm going to start it out real quick. If people want to do electric vehicles, fine. If you want to save the planet and do you think that's going to help, fine. Because no matter what, we don't get a choice in that. It's going to happen either way. Okay? We don't have a choice. Whatever Big Brother says, it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. What happens What happens when you use a battery when it's cold out? It doesn't work as well. Um. I'm going to tell you something right now. I, look, I looked it up earlier because I knew something was thing. There was a test conducted by AAA in 2019. Found temperatures of 20 degrees Fahrenheit. Like when the, it's that cold out, cars averaged only 59% of their driving range when a battery would be at 75%. When a, it'd be 75 degrees out. Oh, we live in western New York. <laughs> okay. Yep. How's that going to work? Let me tell you, we salt the roads, so it's just going to eat away at these vehicles. Eat away at it. Yeah. And, I mean, we're not in a really flat area here. No, no, you got tons of hills going on. I mean, on. for me to even get up here, that if I walked that, I'd still be walking that hill. Yep. Yeah, you would. <laughs> Absolutely. So, you know, we've got a bunch of hills. We have, uh, you know, obviously the salt is going to just wreck some electric vehicles. Now, we live in a state where I want to say by 2040, it has to be 100% renewable energy. Okay. That's based on numbers that we have right now for what the energy needs to produce. Right? You with me so yeah. far? Yeah, I'm with you. If you threw a car charger in every single garage... All right, you're talking you will have to double, if not triple, the capacity of the power grid system. Let me tell you, as someone who works for a utility, that's going to cost a lot of time and a lot of money. Hey, you want to hear a fun fact? All right, let's hear a fun fact. So September 6, 2022, the office of the governor of California sent out a tweet, okay, because they're having power grid issues over there. Mm -hmm. We're in a flex alert, California. Do your part to save energy from 4 p.m. to 9 p.m. Set your AC at 78 or higher if health permits. Avoid major appliance use. Turn off unnecessary lights. That's normal. That's without anything. Yep. So how are they going to survive? California goes through these periods because of their... Like, I mean, let's not downplay it here. Los Angeles had such a smog issue. Of just straight carbon emissions. They had a terrible smog issue. It looked like a cloud over the entire city. Okay. So what they did is they pushed the green energy. They pushed the green vehicles. They pushed clean emissions acts. And cleaned it all up pretty much. But now what they're encountering is a thing called rolling blackouts. So that means every, you know... So often you're gonna have you're gonna have time periods where that where you're gonna be like you have no electricity. All right, you have enough to heat your home, but that's it. 
that's just because their grid their grid's not big enough. New York's grid is also it needs updated and it, it would need to get so much bigger to hold the capacity that it needs in order to actually do it. So we are on our way, except for here's the big difference between us and California. We have winter, like a real winter. I mean, I, that's about the same, though, because they have hot temperatures that we don't, though. So, I mean, it's almost the same, but hot temperatures, like, hurt the batteries more than cold temperatures. Mm-hmm. When it's cold, it'll come back. Mm-hmm. When it's hot, not so much. So, <laughs> yeah, so electric vehicles, first of all, they're expensive. That's another con that you really got to look into. If your battery dies, if you let that battery get to zero, how much do you think it costs you to fix it? It's going to be about 10 grand for a Tesla. I, the one I was looking at was 20. Yeah. 20,000 dollars to fix it. So if you have rolling blackouts and something, so say you know you're at the point in all this where the United States is all electric. Mm-hmm. There's rolling blackouts. There's all this. My battery dies. It won't charge because of what happened with all of that, of things I did not choose that to happen. Who pays for it? You do. I'm not paying for it. <laughs> you do. I'm not paying for it. Okay, Taylor, I got a question for you. Yeah. New oh, York you're getting, State. You're getting me heated. <laughs> New York State. Where do you think most, I would say, 70% of our electric comes from? Doesn't it come up from, like, Niagara Falls? Nope. No. That's locally. Oh. Locally, we get a ton from Niagara Falls. All, all of ours actually comes from the falls. That's what I thought, yeah. Um, because we are part of a program back in, like, the 60s that helped raise money for the Niagara Falls project. So, I, all right, I understand where you come from. But so New York like? State as a whole, where do you say 70%? What renewable resource... Does it come from? Do we have windmills? It's not the windmills. Not windmills. Do we have solar farms? Mm, we we have windmills and we have solar farms, but okay, it's not they're that. not the big one. There's one big one. I don't know. Is it like fossil fuels? Nuclear power plants. You were close. You yeah, know, it was the last I was getting, one. On I was the getting there. <laughs> it was the last one on the list. But nuclear power plants. We actually have, I believe, five or six nuclear power plants in New York State, which. I mean, that's not bad. That covers 70% of our electric grid. So what happens? Like, okay, so you're saying nuclear power plants. Are you saying that's the way of the future? Or where are you going with this? Now, New York State is also very funny. They wanted to get rid of all your nuclear power plants. You can't just get rid of that. (laughs) Like, Okay. I've I've heard so many stories from a friend of ours. That you can't just get rid of that. No, you can't just get rid of it. <laughs> but they wanted to shut them down, decommission them, is what they wanted to do. And that was a really big push for a long time. They were supposed to decommission, I want to say back in 2015. So, how much do you think it costs for, because energy is produced in a megawatt, okay? Oh, jeez, here we go with so science. So, we use kilowatts in our house. What what's the what's the um 
uh, kilowatt one. I want to say it's ten thousand kilowatts to one megawatt. Okay. Okay. So, how many megawatts? Do you, how much do you think it costs per megawatt? I will tell you this: we have a um, natural gas power plant in our area and it costs them on average about 17 to 22 dollars to produce one megawatt how well, that much means, that means we're higher a lot higher than that how much do you think knowing new york state where one megawatt listen, costs this, this a is nuclear a way, power plant this is a way oh a nuclear power and nuclear power that's plant. where you're going with that i don't know Twenty cents, so like maybe five, five cents, five cents. What didn't you just say it was five cents for no. for the other ones? No, no. A natural gas is seventeen to twenty-two. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Okay. I, I'm not. I'm not that guy. Uh, New York State. In all of our electric bills, we have a secret tax. I'm not shocked. Okay, that Walking goes to York. fund nuclear power plants that they wanted to get rid of. Okay, that they wanted to get rid of. So. They mark it down as it costs nothing. So what they actually did is they made it so that way these smaller plants can't compete because, you know, the natural gas can't compete. You can't compete against zero when you're making it for free, you know. So we're funding all of it, which is not bad. I think that nuclear is really for how small these plants are and how much they produce. I think it's a great idea. Right. But... If you're going to fund it, fund it. Don't be like, oh, yeah, no, we're going to get rid of it. We're going to get rid of it. I, I tell you what, if they would have, say, got rid of it, we still would have been charged that tax. Oh, absolutely. Because it's maintenance on the buildings then. Absolutely. I mean, New York State loves their taxes. But it's really a, a cool little concept. Okay, so question number two. Oh, here we go. Renewable energy. Yep. How much do you think upstate New York is in percentage for renewable energy. All right, we're going to go into a very controversial topic. What is upstate New York? <laughs> Not New York City. <laughs> oh, so everything above. Anything above New York City. I don't know. I don't know. 97%. New York City. How much do you think they are renewable? Like nothing. <laughs> Close. <laughs> Close. <laughs> I want, they're between, they're about 47%. So we have to be by 2030, I think it's 80 or 90% renewable. What if we just took a big knife, okay? And <laughs> just, just cut, cut it New off. York City right out of here. Like <laughs> Divide I'm, up the state. Yeah, no, no, just New York City and like all the little, like the little part above it. Yeah. Yonkers just below and all Albany. That. Yep. And just cut it down and hey, you're on your own. <laughs> you guys are now new New York. Yep. New New York. <laughs> No, we can be, they can be New York. We'll be New Amsterdam. New Amsterdam? Yeah, we're yeah. coming back. Yeah, we're coming back. All right, I like it. I like the idea. But I always thought that was such an interesting statistic because it's like we're pushing for these renewable, renewable, renewable. We're mostly renewable. The only thing that's really screwing us is New York City. But you know, they screw they screw up a lot of things, and we're not going to get into that. But <laughs> they, they they screw up quite a bit for us. <laughs> Elections, they, you know. But the, um, yeah, absolutely. And you know, going back to electric vehicles. Oh yes. All right. 
knowing all of that, the one problem with renewables is they're very space-oriented. Like, in order to get anything decent from, uh, like, solar, you have to cut down a lot of trees. You have to open up a lot of area. Windmills is the exact same way. Yeah. You have to make some room for those in order to actually produce it, such a quantity that actually matters. You know, remember, it actually makes a difference. I remember them putting up the windmills on um, Route 60 up there uh-huh. when I was working out in Dunkirk. And um, it was it was a mess because not only do you have to cut down things, you mm-hmm. have to transport everything there. Yeah, oh yeah. But I don't know if you saw or you know, they went from Buffalo, that big circle around. No. Because they couldn't make the turns everywhere else. Yeah, exactly. Like so a what hour drive turned into a four hour drive. Absolutely. And that's per part, per everything. Yeah, it was just to make it and to clear out that area, it was just it's a huge project. For anyone who's ever seen windmill farms, you'll look and it's literally like a giant field. And it wasn't always a field, like it used to be a nice forested area, but now it's just a huge field. And so to say something's renewable, renewable energy, I always look at on both aspects. It's like, well, yes, okay, it, we're no longer burning the fossil fuels. We're no longer using the carbon. But at the same point, you're going through straight-up deforestation here. Right. Like, you're clear-cutting everything to build these. And it's like, is it... Is the cost outweighing, you know, the hazards? Well, you know, we can even go further than that. How do you make a battery? Lithium. How do you get lithium? You mine it. And then what? What do you do with it? You can't just throw it away. No, you can't. So you're telling me (laughs) that's renewable energy. No, I mean, like, you got to think the process of making it is just... You got to go through the whole mining process. And you're right. You can't just dispose of it. There's no use for it after it's dead, you know? It's like, what <laughs> What are we going to do here? No, you – I don't know. That's – I am – I understand you can do things to make it better. Mm-hmm. You can do – you can change the – like the mix of gas and how you make it. You can make it a little bit better. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure that – the names of things in there, but I'm right. sure you can make it cleaner. Yeah, absolutely. That's probably the easiest way to go because then you don't have to change everything. Because mm-hmm. here's the thing. We're going to have to change everything. If that if everything happens like that, we're going to have to change everything, then go back to it. Yep, yeah. Because, oh, that's going to cost money. Absolutely. I get, a, I get an electric car, okay, because I considered it. When I was looking for a car, I think, four years ago, Four or five years ago, whenever it was, I found a deal on a Tesla, and I thought about it. I'm like, I could, I could charge, could do everything, but then like to plug it in, there's only so many places. Yep. And so, granted, they are putting a bunch of charging stations, especially with this whole at this renewal point, there was, program. There was nothing in town for charging. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So now wherever, like at that point, I was forgot where I was at, but now I have to pay for that. Mm-hmm. I'm not, no. Yeah, it's expensive. And I, and I know, you know, I have to pay for gas anyway, but mm-hmm. no. Like, that's, it's just not going to happen. 
It's an like, expensive feat, you know, because you have to put all the equipment into your house, have it all wired up correctly, charge it up. And I mean, for some people, if you live in an area where, hey, it's widely available, it may make sense. But around here, it just, it just doesn't make sense. But what if I told you that there was a, a car that you can go fill it up just like gas? I'm going I'm I'm to stop you right there. A lot of people who have talked about something like this aren't here anymore. <laughs> and it was invented back in like the 20s, then axed because of more investment into gas followed by no emissions i i like i said i know where you're going with this but a lot of people <laughs> that have looked into something like this have supposedly just disappeared so you know what i'm talking about i know i know i know you're talking about water hydrogen <laughs> yeah you're talking about water hydrogen <laughs> i was more specifically the hydrogen gas it's and easier just to use water with that, and you somehow make it into a gas. Yeah, you can do it. Uh, it's pretty much the exact same process, just to change from water to hydrogen. Obviously, just takes another step. But yeah, hydrogen. So hydrogen, uh, you see a couple hydrogen vehicles coming out. Um, like especially California has some where they like California exclusives because it's only really catching on there right now the only negative part of it is to build a pump station for it like a gas station doesn't really cost that much to build you know when you're talking about storing hydrogen gas which is extremely flammable and uh you know you're pretty much filling it up to a high concentration it can it can get expensive so that's why a lot of people aren't moving towards it and so, you know, it's just a slow-moving process. They're pushing electric vehicle, electric vehicle, electric vehicle. So. But hydrogen, man. Hydrogen is the future. It's not, though. How much, like, how much do you, for your um, your red vehicle out there, how much do you pay to fill that up? Uh, 70. About 75, probably. Yeah, probably. Because that's, 75. like, that's my van. About 75, okay? Mm -hmm. Okay. Do you wish it was lower? Absolutely. So you wish, like, when it used to be, like, two bucks a gallon, you're probably uh, looking about, at about 50. Well, about when it was a dollar a gallon. Well, exactly. So, <laughs> like, so you're probably, like, say you'd, you'd be around 50 bucks. Mm -hmm. I just looked it up while you were talking. The cost to fill up one of these Toyotas, I don't know the name of this. M Mirai? I don't know. It's not one we have. Yep. The average cost of hydrogen fuel is $16 per kilogram. Okay. And how long can you get out of one kilogram? Okay. And a um this car holds five kilograms. Okay. So you'd be paying eighty dollars to fill that up. Yep. But it is you how, know, hydrogen fuel is more efficient. It doesn't say how much. Ah, uh, come on. How far know, can trying. you go? Oh that's okay. what really matters. How far can you go? You if can you get pay... okay, so you can get three hundred miles on one tank of hydrogen fuel. So at this current moment, it's equivalent. How it's fast do you drive? Roughly equivalent. If you're going... Oh, man, you you, you got a hell of a lead foot then. <laughs> that, that's not me. 
I fill up my I fill up the van. I can get four hundred miles. I don't know. I could probably probably get about four hundred. I have no idea. It's no, a you twenty. Got, you got a lead foot. Twenty six gallon or something like that. Yeah, I mine's. I don't know. What mine is. I think mine's eighteen. But so, you know, it's one though, of so. one of those things where. Yeah, you pay a little bit more, but here's the thing: hydrogen is pretty much a byproduct of everything we do. It just goes out into the air. Okay. Okay. Now, if you're telling me that instead of like one state being a hydrogen state, that you had 50 being a hydrogen state, that price would just tank because all of a sudden now you have more competition. Competition lowers the prices on everything. Mm -hmm. And if you can get people to compete, that's when you start to see the gas, these, the hydrogen, everything go down. But like, okay, it's gonna be the same as gas though at one point. Absolutely, it'll be the same as gas. But no, they're gonna be all together, and it's not gonna—they're not gonna compete to get it lower. But what's gonna happen is it's gonna be zero emissions, and it's going to be instead of sitting there for an hour charging your car, you can go fill it up just like a gas pump. Or we so just you're saving keep time. Gas. What? Or we just keep gas. I guess is on the way out. I don't feel that any. I don't feel like it's going to make a comeback. I you got to look towards the future here. You don't have to come back if you never left. Like, like I think that there's just going to be so many people pushing for this green energy, that gas is on the wayside. Now, am I saying we should just get rid of it completely right now? Absolutely not. Because I, we have such a dependency on it. But. You know, once things start to improve, things start to get a little bit better. You know, certain industrial, I mean, that'd be the big thing is industry. How are you going to run a business or like a factory or like a plant or something like that without the fossil fuels? And it's, you're going to have to figure something out. You, You can't do it. That's why I propose nuclear energy for generation, hydrogen energy for vehicles and transportation. Just with where I'm working at. We're going to I'm going to give you an example. Okay? If that if that happens is there tax credits? Well, there's always tax credits. So, the business I'm in, we do a lot of things outdoors. Mhm. At this point, we have two big trucks. We have two dump trucks. Mhm. Three snow blowers. Mhm. One little tractor. No, sorry, two little tractors. Yep. A big tractor. Yep. What do I do with it? Well, is any of them diesel? Yes. Biofuel. Boom! Might drop. No, it's Bio not hydrogen. Fuel. Though. That's. I mean, that's. Biofuel. I mean, you, you can say that, go but it's to not going to happen. Go to your nearest McDonald's. Got get their old oil. But if everybody's doing it, what do I do then? Then you just then you switch to KFC, man. Like you, no, so if everybody's all going free. to all these fast food restaurants and getting all their fuel, they go to all this to get their your stuff. Yeah, how are you gonna do it? I mean, if there's a business, there's gonna be a product, so people would sell it, no problem. Do you remember in middle school the science teacher that had his truck running on? Mm-hmm. Um, 
and it smelled so good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, drove oh, by. Absolutely. It literally <laughs> smells like fried food when you go through it and you have it on biofuel. Like, it smelled so good. <laughs> and the best part about it is, like, a lot of these businesses will just give it to you for free or give them, like, 10 bucks or something. They're like, yeah, just take as much as you want. So you sit there and you're like, well, I mean, you could run a whole diesel truck off, you know, McDonald's fryer oil. <laughs> like, it's one of those things that you got to think of. It's like, yeah, it takes a little little tweaking here and there, but you can do it. And people do it all the time. Listen, you make a compelling argument, but I just got a notification on my phone mm-hmm. that the Yankees won. Yeah. So we're going to um, the next step in the playoffs to get against the Astros. So there's that. No. Somewhere the Bills won't make this year. <laughs> so, but oh, guys, yeah, that's it. That's what we got for a show. <laughs> um, make sure you check out all our social medias. Check out everything. Um, let us know what you think. Let us know if you think gas is out, um, hydrogen's in. You think gas is in, hydrogen's out. If you have a or different if you think idea. electric vehicles are the way to go. And I don't. So, hey, <laughs> that's it. I'm Taylor. That's Nolan. And this is Sturgeon Outdoors. Peace.